1: Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a post-match pint in association with Purity Ale. If you want to get a discount, you'll get a 10% one by putting the the code hashtag Villa View. That will get you 10% off, as I've just said. I'm your host, Dan Bardell. Thrilled to be joined by Villa on Tour, Max Stokes, who made the long pilgrimage to Newcastle at the weekend. Probably had a great day, a great night, except, as usual, Max, as normal on an away day. It was the game that let things down.
0: That's just how it is, though. That's just how it is. It was a great weekend. I really liked Newcastle. It's probably my favourite place to go. Unreal City, really enjoyed it. It was just a game, just a game again. Crap, and I wasn't expecting it to be that crap. Nah. I really wasn't, especially after last week as well. I thought we'd have something to build on. I really did, but my God, <laughs> it was just terrible, wasn't it? I've I've just become, like, numb to it now. I kind of think, oh, i just lost 4-0, It's what it is. That's the Villa. It's just, it's just standard, is it, and it's, it's just boring now.
1: Do you allow yourself to have a little bit of hope after the week before? Because I'd kind of lulled myself into a false sense of security that Villa could go there and get something.
0: I kind of felt that, yeah, Newcastle, we all know that they've been flying. But I just thought, we've just won 4-0 against a decent Brentford side. So whilst I didn't go up there thinking, yeah, go on, we're up for this. I thought, you know, it'd be, be a decent game and we might give them a good run for their money. We might not win it or whatever, but, you know, I'd take a point. I said that, I, I said I'd take a point and... To get absolutely dismantled and embarrassed like that, I, I didn't expect it. And it wasn't pretty. And it was, like I said, it was just embarrassing at the end of the day. It really was.
1: No, I mean, I thought the first 40 minutes, although it was very stop-start, obviously, with the injuries, I did think we competed quite well. I actually thought we looked pretty dangerous. But then as soon as we concede, yeah, and this is the problem with Villarela. as soon as we go a goal down, It's usually game over, isn't it? I mean, I can't even remember the last time we were away. Was it Burnley? It was so so long ago now, that that game. I mean, obviously, we're at the end of October. That's a different season. So that's not good. That's not a good sign from from there. But you go 1-0 down, it it was a penalty, in in my opinion. You can't have too many complaints about it. And the stoppage time was obviously valid as as well. So there's there's no argument with that. It's the second goal when you can see the second and then the third comes and then the fourth comes. Now, I haven't got any stats or anything in front of me, but that feels like something that's quite frequent with Villa, a soft underbelly where you go 2 nil down and it very quickly becomes three, very quick. Well, I don't remember us getting spanked too many times, four, but like the Fulham game, for example, the second comes, then you know the third's going to come. And, you know, that's a 7 nil aggregate score on the, on the last two games, and we've probably barely had a shot on target across those two games as well. So I feel sorry for the likes of you that, that go every single week, go to every single away game, because as much as you have a good day, you go there to see your team compete. You don't go there to see your team fold. And after the week before, like you've said, so, so disappointing.
0: I just feel like it's, I'm just used to it. I, I don't know whether it's a mentality issue with the players, as well as like the yeah. away fans, like you said. You just, as you know, as soon as you go 1-0 down or or something like that, and the amount of times we've either scored and then conceded or conceded and then conceded, or in this case, conceded, 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 conceded. conceded. It's just so so regularly you just know what's going to happen with Villa and I, like you said I just can't remember the last time we came from behind or you know something switched or we brought on a player and he changed the game it's just once you, you get that 10 minute spell with Villa where they're a bit crap they can see the goal that's just the game gone it's just the game gone and it's just frustrating and that's something that Emery's got to sort out he's got to sort out this mentality issue with the players because. It's just constant, and how many managers has this this happened under? And I was very critical of Gerrard, I really was, and I think it was a hundred percent deserved. But nice. something going on with the players, a hundred percent. And I'm like, it's just every week, nothing changes, and it's like the basic things as well. Like ollie Watkins scored a, a good goal against Brentford, um and you think right, he's going to kick on now, bit of confidence. The whole team four nil win, bit of confidence. We come out of Newcastle. Yeah, you said it, it was an alright first half, nothing special. 1-0 down at half-time. You reset at half-time. But no, we come out and start the sh- second half shockingly. Concede, concede again. And the game's the game's gone. It doesn't matter who you bring off the bench. So, I don't know what you, what you say. You, you, something's got to change with Emery. And he's got to get into these players, put a rocket up them. And just something's got to change. Because it's it's just week in, week out. It's the same. And we can see now that it's not a Gerard problem. That Newcastle game felt like it was under Gerard as well. Like, it's it's not all him. So, Emery's got a big job no. on him, That's all I've said. Big job.
1: No, like you, I, I wanted Gerard to go. I was very critical of him. I, d- I didn't think he was the man to sort out Villa's problems, but it wasn't just him alone. And the players do have to take responsibility because if you take the plaudits like you did all last week against Brentford, which they deserved because they did play very well. So was some really good football in that game. The thing that I found most annoying about that Newcastle game was that they're, they're talking the week leading up to it about, oh, you know, we were 4-0 up and we were all sprinting back to make sure we protect that clean sheet. I don't see that when there's a bit of adversity against you. And that's what upsets me because they are the basics of football. You work hard, you compete, you get to your man first, you try and make it difficult for them. You're going to go through spells where a game is going to be tough. You ride it out together, you play as a team, you stay compact. Villa don't do that. They open up and progressively get worse and then it happens again. And I was watching a clip earlier, I don't know if you I don't know if you ever watched it, you know, the, you know, the Amazon documentary on Man City years ago when Delft's like, like losing it in the dressing room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's saying when things are tough, we hide, we, we go under. I mean, they still in the league that season, so I'd love to know where he got that from. But you know what I mean? The point that he's making about doing the basics of football, Villa haven't done that for years now. When, when they go behind, years is maybe a bit harsh. Villa haven't done that for, for a year now, where they go behind and it very quickly the goals tot up, very quickly they go into their shells, very, very quickly. As a collective, I'm not singling out individuals here. They hide. They don't focus on their individual battles. They don't try and bail each other out. And that that isn't good enough
0: it doesn't matter if you track him back when you're 4-0 up but let's be honest it doesn't matter yeah, it the matters when exactly the game's gone it doesn't matter points are there when you're 1-0 down away at st james's park and you're not doing the basics and you try and win a foul on the edge of the box because you know the ball's gone and you just been a little bit lazy and it's oh let's hope for a foul here and then newcastle with a bit of pace a bit of urgency foul. Foul so like, do something yeah. That's what we've been so critical of, the game management. Just use your heads a little bit. Martínez, to be fair to him, has done, done that a couple of times where, yeah. you know, we've scored a goal, he goes down holding his head. We all know he's fine. We all know he's absolutely fine. Just just drag somebody down, take a yellow card. It just seems like we never ever do that. And I don't know which goal, was it the third goal at the weekend where, you know, we were on the attack and Wendy goes down on the edge of the box and it's just an absolute comedy of errors, isn't it? From the midfield, just getting absolutely run through to cash and cons sort of dilly-dallying over the ball So the goalkeeper as well—it's just a comedy of errors, and you've just got to laugh. You've got to laugh because if you don't, you'll cry. I've I've, I've done far too many away games now where we just stood in that away and just absolutely none. And I just just wanted to change. We've got what? How many points is it on the road this season? One at Leeds, two Forest forest. as well. But and you know those are two crap teams as well. We were in the hotel room. in Newcastle after the game and we were watching Leeds Leeds away at Liverpool and Leeds have been crap this season they really have they're calling for Marsh's head all this that and the other and they scored a last minute winner why do we not get nice things I know we won 4-0 last week but it's just like
1: when was the last time we scored a last minute goal I, I know I was thinking <laughs> I genuinely never remember. Last
0: minute winners. I know.
1: someone I know. will tell it's us just-
0: we just, we just don't get nice things, do we? It's never easy. Never easy being
1: a Villa Sometimes fan. you don't deserve nice no, things. I'm not saying the fans, but sometimes you don't deserve nice things. And Villa did nothing in that second True. half to deserve anything nice to, to happen to them, really. Like, even though the one goal to rebound, get to the ball first, someone. Just, you just know they're, they're going to be the first to the ball and they're going to be the ones that knocked in. And actually, in the first half, when things were going okay, I felt like we were first to lose balls, which I've never really seen in the Villa side. I felt it last week. As well, God, if that was the last time we've got a last-minute winner, geez, that was a long time ago. A lot's <laughs> happened since then. But do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like we, I felt like we were Louise then donker I felt like they were getting to the ball first in the midfield battle in in that first half. But it's as soon as you go one down, everything just caves in for Villa around you. We suddenly don't do anything well, and it's mm. it's just so so disappointing. I actually like these players. I, I genuinely like them. And I'm not sat here questioning their character. I don't want to sit here. question their character but i remember a few years ago speaking to someone who was playing for villa at at the time remember him saying to me that just like there's a few people here that you wouldn't want you wouldn't want in the trenches with you and i kind of think well is that what's happening here is there is there people that you don't want in the the trenches i don't as I i don't want to sit here and call out the character but this kind of thing has happened too many times now
0: yeah it's it's like a mentality issue again though isn't it it's like how many times do we see one version of a player and then the next week it's a completely different version of that player. Like Danny Ings, when you got a bit of confidence at the start of that Brentford game, doing all these flicks and tricks, he looked like a completely different reborn Danny Ings that we haven't seen since the Southampton game, uh, Southampton days. And then Newcastle, I don't remember him really touching the ball at all. Ollie Watkins, you could see how much that goal against Brentford meant to him. And just, oh, Newcastle, that was one of his poorest games I've ever seen. I don't like singling out plays because they were all crap. They no, he fun. wasn't they, good. they were all terrible. But just the transition from that Brentford game to that Newcastle game, absolutely night and day. Night and day. What, what, what do you say? It's, it is a mentality issue and these play, there's just something something going on with them. And like you said, whenever we go 1-0 down,
1: you know, that's it. Yeah, we haven't won a game from behind for so, for so long now. Especially away from home. I could Again, someone will know, I couldn't tell you the last time we won a game from behind. We very rarely take a point from behind. The Ashley Young point, was the, the Ashley Young at Forest, was the first time we'd taken a taken a point away from home i think i think since since i think you know i think last time we, we won a game from behind away a lockdown yeah. season spurs away yeah i mean
0: okay. i know man united at villa park at the start of the season we got a draw and that was that was
1: good to be fair 2-0 down away from the... home though Is it, yeah, you need to, you need something a bit different away I don't think we are generally that bad at home, I'd be completely imagining that. But you know, there has been a few glimpses at home of a bit of fight and stuff in games like we won the Leicester game from behind last season at home. But oh, why? It's it's pitiful. Some of the some of the stats you can draw. I mean, IVFC stats some of the stats he comes up with, you think that can't be true. And you look at him yeah. and it's true, it's true every single time. And you know, V and I is watching that watching that game, he must be thinking, Oh dear, this is a this what? is, a, this, is a, this is a tough one. What have I let myself in for here?
0: Well, that's another thing that these players will know that, that he's watching, you know, that they'll know that he's watching their every move and they know that he's he loves his analysis and stuff like that. So he'll go in tomorrow or whenever it is and he'll have an absolute field day with them and he'll sit them down for hours and hours and dig them out and rightly so because something's got to change and hopefully, like I said, Emery coming in will give them an absolute rocket up them because a lot of them, a lot of them need it, they really do.
1: Obviously, the Martin Martinez going off didn't help, but I still think we would have, you know, if we'd applied like that, we'd, we'd have absolutely still lost the game. Things things like that d- don't help. I've seen a few people be critical of Olson, and obviously, he's not a, not an Emmy standard, of, of course, but it's probably a little bit harsh to, to again to, to single him out because I, I don't think he was the, the the main fault fault of the game. But that's the thing; we could say. here, I don't really think there's anything for us to discuss about the game because yeah. we, we we've covered that it was was not good. We've covered that it was a. Uh, that it was a shambles and that there's a weak mentality problem that the needs weeding out of the, of, the, of the football club, really. But again, it's, it's two different... Ma- well, this will be the third manager now, you know, trying to... We, we thought the caretaker thing had solved, had solved it last week. And I, we, we all, I've been saying, you know, I've been saying all week as well, that shows it wasn't the players, that shows it wasn't the players. And then they turn up on Saturday and they get they get rolled over. You know, it's, it's just not good, is it? But on the positive, and this is about the only positive I can come up with, Is it 12 months ago, Newcastle were in absolute disarray, made a lot of very good footballing decisions. I mean, exceptional footballing decisions in in fairness, because look at where they are now. So maybe in a year's time, we might be sat here being a lot more happy. Let's hope so, mate. Things can change, can't they? You you (laughs) have to make good decisions. And Villa haven't made enough good good decisions over over the last few years to to justify doing well. And Do you still think... I think this season will be in a relegation battle because I again just think last week I'm sat there thinking, Oh, we're way too good to be in a relegation battle. And I knew it, I knew that these players were better. And then I watch them on Saturday and think, Well, if we play of like this away from home, we we probably will be in a relegation battle. I just don't, like you said, it's just Jekyll and Hyde, isn't it? You don't know what to, ma- what to make of things, so there's no consistency.
0: Yeah, if things don't change, then yeah, if things don't change, then yes, we'll be in a relegation battle because what evidence is there? For, for, for anyone to say, are oh, we too good? Are we? Have you watched us? We are not we're not like look at the sides around us. Leicester, there they you know they're picking up and they always beat us as well. I don't want to be too negative, but they, they they'll start climbing and picking up results. You know, beating four 0 uh, beating Wolves four 0 the other week. Teams will start picking up. Forest beating Liverpool why I see us beating Liverpool at the moment possibly but I, you know teams will pick up freak results so we we do need to be careful and I know a lot of people are saying we're too good and I can see that because we've got a very very good squad our squad is on par with Newcastle if not better it, it's just it's just good coaching isn't it it's good coaching yeah, and that's what we haven't had exactly and that, that's that's my only reason for saying I, I think we'll be all right this season I think we will because we have got an elite manager coming in thank God because if, if Gerard was was given this season I'd do believe that we would be in
1: serious, serious trouble, yeah. Yeah, heading for, we were heading for the Championship 100%, in my opinion, under Steve and Gerard. But what this requires now, it needs... is buy-in from the fans, which I think, from what I'm saying on social media generally, there's buy-in at the moment. But you know that if results don't go as planned early doors, that buy-in can quickly go. So I think it's very important as fans that that doesn't happen because we've given Emery the, the case to the castle now, so we've got to let him get on with it. This is, as we saw on Saturday, this is not... An overnight job. There is a lot of problems. There is a lot of stuff to sort out. So it needs buying from the fans. It needs buying from the players as well, doesn't it? But like they need to be on, on board with with his methods. Now, I don't. From what I've seen of Villa, I think with the players they'll have been they'll have been frustrated. They they didn't look well coached under Stephen Gerrard. But again, mm-hmm. that's going to take time to get to get out of the, of those habits and get out get out of that that way of playing and, and and way of thinking. Now, but they they've got to sort it quick. The fixtures aren't brilliant coming up you know brought Manu are one of the form teams in the league they really look like they've turned a corner now and I think they look like a proper outfit especially defensively we're hardly banging the goals in, ex- with the exception of the Brentford game and they got Brighton away you know they've just thumped Chelsea you know Brighton w- will be very good at the Amex and that'll be a very tough place to go so Emirates first two games aren't easy and then we face going into the World Cup break potentially in the in the bottom three and that is a concern that I think if you're in the bottom three or in and around the bottom three in the World Cup break you probably are gonna have a relegation battle on your hands, aren't you?
0: Yeah. The fixtures are tough. The fixtures are tough. There's no there's no way of getting around that. First two games of Man United, then you said Brighton, Liverpool, Tottenham, Wolves, which is never an easy game at the start of January as well, when it's cold and wet and things can get a little bit miserable. And but no, look, we've got to give him time. And you know, I I in my in the comments of my videos, like neutrals were saying, and we've seen it all in the media as well. I'm um, various stations about these these people that never watch Villa. You don't. You watch Villa for, you know, 10-minute highlights and you think you know everything. Fans, to be fair, Villa fans, they don't get enough credit. They don't get enough for how much they know. Like, we could see that against Brentford, just put players in their natural position. 4-2-3-1. Then Duncan, Just take McGinn out the firing line and look what happened. I know, potentially against Newcastle, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, probably could have changed a couple of things rather than just going with the same team. But we we could just see under Gerard that we weren't well coached and things like this, etc. Um, but under Emery, we've got to give him time and I'm prepared to do so. Um, he's, he's an elite manager, the best we've had in a long time, probably in my lifetime watching the Villa. So yeah. proves in the pudding with him winning trophies. So <laughs> if he can do that for Villa, I'll take it. But there's a good squad there. There's a good squad there to sort out the mentality and there's a very, very good squad on
1: paper. We just need to get that onto grass now instead. Yeah, I mean, I spent the last two weeks defending the Villa fans on on various things. So I think that I've come under heavy, heavy fire, it could just completely it. It's just
0: lazy. It's just lazy. It's lazy. Just like blaming. Oh, give him more time. He's only had eleven games this season. Watch games. Watch the games. It's it was absolutely dross. Just just watch yeah, the games. It's... We we don't get enough credit.
1: No, no, I completely agree with you. A couple of decisions have obviously, I mean, Emre arrives tomorrow, I believe he's taking training tomorrow. I imagine there'll be a press a press conference tomorrow, a welcoming press conference. I haven't heard anything, but I'd be surprised if there wasn't. But a couple of decisions have been made today. So Austin McPhee's staying on board. Some bizarre replies on Twitter about that, which I've, you know, if you want to say what I think, go and look, go and look on my social media. With that one, I mean, you had a, a little touch of a a, d- a disagreement. Mean Dolan nearly kind blows on the WhatsApp on, on the weekend as well when we when, when we were getting thumped as well. T- Techy times in the in the Villa friendship groups. And then um Aaron Danks has been offered some kind of role within the setup still. I imagine that would be Academy or under 23s base. I don't I don't know for fact, but he's pondering that offer at the moment. And Neil Cutler has left the football club after four years. Good servant for Aston Villa, obviously was a Villa player as well. Fan base. Upset with that, but I think you, I'm upset with it, you know I, know. I know Neil; he's a he's a really good guy, been a really good goalkeeping coach for, for Aston Villa. I know Emi Martinez thinks very highly of him, and I know Jed Steer does as, as well. So he's, obviously, it's sad for him to go, and obviously, would not want him to to lose his job and and leave the football club. But this is the thing with Emery: if Emery's got his goalkeeping coach that he works with, that's his man. You know, you've appointed this manager; you you, you have to let him make the decisions, and you have to let him have his own people there. Otherwise, there's no point bringing him in. Yeah. And firstly on Danks, I'd quite like it if you
0: went to the under twenty threes because they're they're properly struggling at the moment, aren't they? I think they've got this this guy in from from Blackburn, um, who was up there and he's he's dealing with them and they're really struggling. I think they lost to lost to Brentford um, recently. You aren't even like a proper, proper setup. I think they were Brentford B rather than Brentford under twenty ones, whatever it is. Yeah, that's how so, they
1: do it, Brentford. They got to yeah. be a team rather than having a,
0: an academy. Yeah, so they're struggling. So I quite like to see Dunks take on the under twenty ones or under twenty threes, whatever they are. That'd be quite good. Um, but yeah, Cutler, it is a shame. You could see by Emmy Martinez's uh, Instagram post, you could see that he was he was pretty devastated to be losing him. And you know, I've heard from you and various other places, that he's he's one of the best in the business. Um, so it is he
1: won't struggle for work. He definitely won't no, struggle
0: no, for work. No, third place, and you know, it's a shame. But hopefully, he'll, he'll, I'm sure he will get a good good offer. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a shame to, to to lose these these guys that you've come to sort of know and, and get to recognise on the touchline because recently I remember at Fulham seeing all these staff on the pitch. I've got no idea who they are, but Cutler just seems to have been there through the good times and the bad times. So it's a shame, but like you said, I'm sure we'll get a good move for sure.
1: Yeah, good, good serve. And obviously it's, it's like coming to the end now of the the people that were involved in in taking Villa up, isn't it? Obviously that yeah. great season that we had that great time, the 10 in a row and then going to Wembley and get, getting what we wanted and, and being promoted. There's, there's the McGinn steer and Mings left and, and that's it now. So yeah, it really is the of like, the dismantling, the breaking up of that. But you do, yeah. you know, you have to move on, and Villa, Villa aren't good enough at the moment, so you have to let Emery do exact do exactly what what he wants. And I think that's what that's what they will do as well. I, I think more people will leave as well. I don't think that I don't think that'll be the end of it. I think there'll be more people at the club that end up leaving over the, the coming weeks and the coming months as well because there ha- really there has to be a shake up because there has been too many days like Saturday, and you you can't keep having that. Because it, yeah. it's not it's not good enough. That Saturday was, was not good enough in any way at all. It's it, just that soft underbelly that, that's, that's upsetting me at the moment. Just do the basics, please. Just, I mean, I'm not a footballer. You know, it's easy for me to sit here and, and say it. But you've got to dig each other out sometimes. You've got to get dig each other out of trouble. You've got to help each other. You've got to be a good teammate. You've got to, you've got to stop things happening, cut things off at source. And Villa just, just didn't do that on Sunday. I sat there watching the game. They're really miserable. At least you had a good time. You know, yeah. you had the you had the day. Then you go the night before?
0: Yeah, Friday
1: to Sunday, so we had a yeah, good weekend. The,
0: the football is sort of just like the background bit. It is. Shouldn't just the background they? Should bit. Be, it? Should be? Exactly. A, it should be a
1: whole package where you can go yeah. to Newcastle, so you can have a good time. Even if you lose, sometimes you don't you don't mind. But Villa yeah. lose, and you you've not seen anything, and that happens it's too just, often, I think. It's just
0: so stale. It's stale, though. And we just you just know what you're gonna come to expect. So it's it's just stale,
1: unfortunately. But yeah,
0: it is what it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that probably does us, Max. 30, we seem awesome. to be a good show, bad show at the moment. Me and Omar were on the brink before Brentford and then we had a really enjoyable post-match part after Brentford. You have allowed to get your, your hopes up a little bit. That's the problem. should know by now. I should know. I've been around the block. I've been around no, long I'll enough.
0: No, I fancied this against Man United. I've, after all that, I've changed my tune. It'll no, be a good no, atmosphere no. on Sunday. It'll be a good atmosphere on Sunday. It will Sunday. be a good
1: atmosphere. Mate, we can't, we can't beat Manchester United the best of times. This, this is true. And this, and this will be the best it. Manchester United side <laughs> that's been to Villa Park for a few years as well. We still haven't beaten them at Villa Park when they've been largely rubbish. And this is a this is a good outfit now. Typical think, Villa, though. Typical Villa to beat them, though. Has Ronaldo scored in the Premier League yet this season? I don't think he has. Uh, I don't. Oh, he scored
0: against Everton, didn't
1: he? Oh, yeah, he did. He did few. There you go. I mean, you could still very well score. If there's anyone that hasn't scored for Manu yet, you can bet your bottom dollar they'll score. And if Fernandez is out there, that's good news. Big. Yeah, he picked yeah, booking. They'll still somehow get a penalty off him for something. He'll manage <laughs> to get. he manage to get a penalty even though he's not on the pitch. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can't say I'm massively looking forward to. So it's a new manager's first game, I suppose. You know, there is, yeah. there is that to look forward to.
0: When was the when was the last manager we didn't
1: win on their opening game? Smith, yes. Gerard, yes.
0: Uh, Bruce was a draw against the Wolves, wasn't it? If that's I remember not right? a bad
1: result at the time. Yeah,
0: but. the Wolves are. Dimatia, so, we yeah. lost.
1: Shock. Yeah, that's lost a Sheffield Wednesday. Let's
0: hope Emery's not another
1: Dimatia, then, shall we? Oh God, he was the last foreign manager we had as well, wasn't he There you go. <laughs> there you go. You've managed to find another positive before you. Let Matt. Thanks <laughs> ever so much for that. Thank you for joining me. Always a pleasure to talk to you. I'll hopefully see you on Sunday at some point around the ground. Thanks to everyone for tuning in as well. And thanks to Purity for continuing to sponsor us. If you do want to get yourself some Villa beer and whatnot, use the code hashtag VillaView and you will get 10% off. We'll be back with a match preview later on in the way. might do a video tomorrow, actually, as well, if Emery does do a press conference, just reacting to it. So I'll be... Knocking around at some point doing that whenever the press conference is. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe with your personal notifications on, and you'll know exactly when that's coming. Have a good week. Whilst I say week. I'll probably be back on air tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your evening up the villa. Up the villa.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.